Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Welcome to Matt Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We are coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. Yep. Home of Matt and Dory. Where it's rather chilly and overcast today. On our Excellent Adventure. Wow. Hello. Hello. Um, what's the news? You're going to pull up the podcast? What is the news? I'm doing the update first because I know that's usually the update yep, first. Yeah, it is. Um, well, we went away. We did. We have AIDS. What does that say? Ads. That has ads on it. I don't have my <laughs> glasses on. I'm not, it really did look like it said. Never mind. Look, everyone. Yes, we went to Las Vegas. I've opened up my laptop. We went to Las Vegas. We saw the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, boy. Did we ever see Dave Matthews Band? 
it was quite a concert. I had not seen them in a few years and uh, finally saw them. And uh, they did not disappoint. They were in rare form. They were they great. They did not disappoint. It was great. I loved it. I thought it was really great. Anybody out there who might be a Dave Matthews fan, you'll appreciate this. He opened with uh, Granny into Gray Street into 41. I mean, come on. No, wait. must have been Granny into, yeah, into Gray Street into 41 because of the 12-string guitar on my head. Um, Granny, Gray Street, 41. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was correct. Yep. Um, guitar change for 41, obviously, guys. <laughs> but it was a great we were, we were we were we were in the first row of the balcony it had pretty great seats and uh dead center and i got to lean up on the railing and i was the only person leaning on the railing the entire time it was but, the first time they had played sweet up and down since 2010 yeah that was one of their bust outs <laughs> <laughs> why don't they call it deep cut like everyone else because it's not a deep cut. It's a bust out because they're busting it out for the tour. Why isn't it a deep cut? Because a deep cut does not tell you whether or not it's being played live. Mm, I but see. But busting it out. So bust out kind of encompasses both. Yeah, you're busting it out. Busting it. it out for the first time in a long time. Looks like uh, the riff was also a bust out. That was a bust out. But also, like, tell me something good was a, was a band debut. Wow. You know? Wow. They played it before with Dave and Friends. Well, Dave Matthews' band played. Dave Matthews played it with his other band at the old Dave uh, and Friends tour, which had Trey Anastasia on it. Mm-hmm, Famously, mm-hmm. that was recorded on uh, at Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was the first time with the band, and it was great. A little Shaka Khan action. Um, yeah, sweet up and down, busted it out, busted it out for the encore. <laughs> It was a bust out. I was impressed by the um, by the uh, sound quality of people who had shot it with their cell phones. Oh, like I was just like, oh, are, are we that far ahead on cell phone camera technology that it won't sound very stupid? <laughs> like, I mean, this is gonna not sound good at all to anybody, but. Like, it's not peaking, and you can hear everything. Yeah. Wow, that person was really close. Anyway, so bust out. Was busted out. Was busted out. There's a bust out, guys. <laughs> 228.20 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Bust out. <laughs> yep. It was a bust out. <laughs> How did that guy call sweet up and down? WTF, yes, my dude, post beach ball, please. <laughs> this is my number one on my list of songs to see. But the dude, the dude does call it. He pulls a me where he's looking at their instruments. And... Up and down last night. Oh, wow. Sweet up and down. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's your little, that's your little Dave action for you. Good That's, news is the Chelsea, the theater at the at the at the Cosmo has great sound. Great sound. Um, I was a little claustrophobic, even with our seats. Do you know that about like, me that I that I get I have a uh, no 
I have a phobia of being uh, stampeded to death in a crowd, not being able to get to an exit. No. Where does this come from? I don't know. The Coke, the Coke, what was it called? The Coconut Grove? In 1949? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure like your parents told you about it endlessly. Well, any, any of those, you know. Station Station nightclub. Sure. Um, any of those fires, the, the Berlin love parade stampede, the soccer, those soccer stampedes. I think I speak for everyone here when I say, let us never be around a crowd of people again. (laughs) This sounds great. Well, I just like always look at the exits. I look for the exits and I'm like, Hmm, kind of far from the exit. I do too. Tough to get to the exit. Yeah. But I think the situation in the, in the, when you're, when you're, I mean, well, I was saying that about the floor. The floor looked completely unmanageable. Yes. Because there were no seats and there were no aisles. And Dory tells me that there are never aisles. And I'm like, what? I've never seen a, a general admission floor with aisles. Yeah, maybe I'm just imagining it. I don't know. Maybe. It was very strange. No one. We didn't stand up. The people behind us didn't stand up. So the people behind us not standing up did not give us the option of standing up. But if we had stood up, they would have stood up. I know. I think they were. I want to put that on. Well, one of them was sitting on his chair. Yeah. Like on like on the top of the chair. Yes, but like when I was like, I'm going to stand for the encore. I moved over to stand in front of people who were standing. <laughs> Almost everyone else was standing. Um. But it was uh, it was a great show. Everybody was happy. The band, the band looked uh, happier than ever. They did look really happy to be there. So it was after my first band without my first time seeing the band without Boyd Tinsley on the violin, and uh, I think they do a very good job of compensating. I only missed him on uh, Ants Marching. Wait, he was playing in Irvine? No. Yes, he was there. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh. All right. I believe you. Okay. Thanks for believing me. You're welcome. Um, my parents watched Henry all weekend. Yes. Your parents watched Henry for us. It seemed to go pretty well. What's the report? It seemed he's to go a, pretty well. He's a cute baby. They well, love no, him. What did they say? They said he's a... He's gorgeous. He's an affectionate baby. He's so snuggly. Snuggly. That's it. Yep. 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 He just loves a hug. I do like that he will frequently just... Uh, see me and try to bail on whoever he's with Mm -hmm. it feels nice that he remembers me of course he does you never know here's dad you you you, this is the longest you've been away from him yeah right yeah how'd it feel i missed him of course you missed him i missed him too it was like one night too long i wish we'd come back yesterday i agree but we came back at 8 30 in the morning yeah we did which if, we, nice. if we if we i'll tell you this if we had come back yesterday we probably would have not been back in time for bedtime anyway oh for sure so you would have seen him two would, hours before yeah, i did yeah. yeah or three hours yeah no and totally. we got to wake up at like a half hour later than we would have if yeah we were home. I, I like barely slept i didn't either i couldn't sleep i just kept i kept like fidgeting could never quite get comfortable I was listening to various sleep meditations mm-hmm. in an effort to try to go to sleep. It was impossible. 
just so anxious. Going back to work. Losing money in Vegas. Not seeing our baby in so long. Having to get up for a 7 a.m. flight also weirdly adds anxiety just trying to sleep. Well, the flight was at 8.30. Well, having to get up at 7 a.m. Yeah. for the flight. Which I would have been up, probably would have been up anyway. Yeah. But like your brain just like goes, well. No, when you. If you're really worried about this, then you're not going to sleep. Right. If you know you have to be up, it's very stressful. Brains are dumb. Oh. Good conclusion. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, let's do the business. Oh, it's been a long time since we've done the business ahead of the. uh, What should we call it? Yeah. Um, we still love when you leave your Apple podcast reviews. So, you know, if you haven't done that, just, just mosey on over there and uh, leave us a rating and or a review. Um, our Facebook group is still going strong. It's at facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure. There's also a pregnancy and children spinoff that is very informative. If you are at that stage, um, our website is excellentadventure.com. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash excellent adventure. We actually got the Patreon episodes out on time this month yes which was nice well we only got not got it out on time once that yeah. happened to be last month right um and you can email us at dory and matt at gmail.com or matt and dory at gmail.com and our phone number if you wish to leave us a voicemail is 413-461 baby thank you everyone for being supporters of the show and listeners in general. We do really appreciate it. Um, uh, in the meantime, we'll be right back to say hello to a special supporter of the program, one of our advertisers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey i'm gonna ask you a question how's your sock drawer looking is it scary maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas 
donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Hey, everyone. Dory's like, why'd you jump on the break so quick? I was like, well, we both said that we have to do this quicker today. Bo has to get picked up. From the Chateau Marmot. What, what? <laughs> Marmot. <laughs> um, all right. Let's start with this email with Liz from Liz. Hello. I just thought this was funny, but I had a dream about you guys last night after listening to the podcast. You all threw a party at your new amazing and huge house in your backyard. You had a massive pool with slides, tiki lights, the whole thing. There seemed to be pretty important people there. Henry was there, of course, and he and Matt were going down the slide together. Dory, you and I were talking, and I told you how Henry seems so big compared to my daughter, who in real life is about three months older than Henry. I instantly got insecure that we weren't feeding our kid enough. (laughs) Great party. Thanks. Back to reality. I'm going to be 42 soon and now in that same boat as as some as I'm pondering if I could even attempt to try for number two. That was always the plan, but now life just seems so different. I would still love for my daughter to have a brother, and we have a male embryo on ice that could be just that for her. But wow, when I think about that embryo, I wonder, what are the chances that it will work? I should note, I've written him before, but our story is that my wife and I had to use donor sperm, obviously, and after five years, we had numerous failed IUIs, three rounds of IVF, and three failed transfers before switching donors and having the first transfer work. She's about to start walking any day now. I wish I knew if that other donor and I just weren't compatible or did we just hit the jackpot with donor number two? Who knows, but thinking about transferring that one last embryo and it not working and then our chances of a full sibling possibly being over is really hard. I would love more time to figure this all out, but life doesn't wait. Our successful donor had been out of stock for a few years and we were on a wait list. Well, I just got a call from the sperm bank the other day and was told that our donor was back in stock with limited supply, but that he was also retiring (laughs) from the program. (laughs) I just bought more sperm the other day. (laughs) WTF did I just do? I've loved your podcast since the beginning. and We've been through a lot together, so please don't stop it. Thanks. (laughs) What is so funny? Uh, Just the concept. I'm retiring from jerking off. (laughs) Please. No more. (laughs) I can't possibly give any more. Good day. (laughs) Thank you. That's, probably, that's definitely what he sounds and that's like. That's what I laughed at. Yeah. Because that's what I thought of. Yep. 
Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm retired. What is a weekend? Week that's a that's a down nabby inside joke. Uh, not an inside joke. It's on the slot machine. Oh. <laughs> that's how I know everything about billions, <laughs> Game of Thrones, Orange is the New Black. All your television lights. I wonder if Downton Abbey is the. Do you think it's the only masterpiece theater show with a slot machine? Hmm. Yes. I think so too. Yeah. All right. Good. Glad we got that. That's the only one with a major motion picture release, probably. Mm. Anyway, back to this quandary. Um, quando, quando, quando. Well, you just bought more sperm. But did from the from this donor? No. Yes. Wait, what? I think she's oh, saying once she... the call came. I thought yes. she was saying that I just bought some, and then this call came. That's like when you buy this. Oh, I oh I read it. Looking I read for. it differently. I read it that she got the call, and then she was like, "I guess I'm going to buy this sperm," and kind of like panic bought it. Well, it could be either one. Could be either one. Um, what, what's your advice for her? Uh, my advice for her is to just do whatever we do. <laughs> so don't try it right now. <laughs> wow. What? Keep writing in guys. <laughs> Matt has great advice for everyone. <laughs> no, I'm retired. <laughs> um, Hmm. It seems like she seems to be sorry. Interrupting. Well, I was just going to say it seems like the kind of thing where if you don't try it, you're going to always have these what ifs in your mind. So I would say if you can afford it, maybe do another round of IVF with the sperm and see if you can get any more embryos. The male embryo left behind is not from this donor. Again, we don't know. Unclear. Okay. I'm yeah so there's like we need some clarification on some things yeah first of all what does it mean to retire (laughs) second of all limited supply act fast limited supply I think he's just like okay I only want like eight of my children running around oh it's gotta be way more than that I'm just giving a hypothetical say it's 50 it's definitely not 50 they limit it now to what I don't know, but they definitely don't let you sire 50 children. Well, how does she get on a wait list for this guy then? What this, do you mean? It just has to consecutively not work for a bunch of people and then he can go back and... I think so. I think they keep track of it Jesus now. Jesus Christ. I don't even... I can't even wrap my head around it. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're in this sort of like... We were talking about it the other night in line at Dave Matthews which is now the thing that people talk about in line at Dave Matthews because all the Dave Matthews fans are older <laughs> and wondering if they should have more children. Whereas the old Dave Matthews lines were like, I hope beer's not like eight bucks. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Dude, I can't, where the hell is Jim? He was supposed to be with us. He just went over to that truck and started talking and then we i lost him these are the things you used to say now it's like mm. 
So the retrieval, how'd the retrieval go? <laughs> well, that's good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I don't get it. So where was your sperm? Oh, you froze your sperm. That's cool. Also, also, I really hope we're in the right, right line. I hope we're in the right line. Oh, thank God. Our, like, we didn't get GA tickets. <laughs> we have seats. <laughs> oh, God. We don't want wristbands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. We just want to sit down. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, I mean, literally, that was the conversation's. Yeah. Congratulations, everyone. You now know what it was like to be there. Um, what were we talking about? Whether or not... I don't know what to tell her. I know. Because it's so hard. Because we're in a similar conundrum, you know? Yeah. Um, and we do have, you know... I, I, what sounds like, I think we've come to the conclusion of we're, we wouldn't try that embryo. We just have to start a new round. Yeah, I mean, I would like to talk to a geneticist, but from what I've read, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem promising. Yeah. Also, like, let's be honest. I'm probably doing them a favor by not bringing them into this terrible, terrible place called Earth. <laughs> a good argument time, against having any more children. By the time <laughs> they're my age, they'll either have to be on a different planet... Or among the mole people oh. to dig down and go, how do you deal with the heat, mole people? The earth is so hot now. Wow. And the mole people go, we're retired. <laughs> we don't help anymore. Uh, okay. I'm very tired. <laughs> Matt is tired. <laughs> I would like to retire. <laughs> All right. This but is, uh, not from the sperm producing business. That seems like a terrible life. Um, this is from Tori. I feel like a true egghead now as I just paused the pod to compose this email. Someone wrote in asking what to do with baby stuff that is no longer needed. I think it's great to give items away to friends who may need an item. If you don't know anyone expecting, I would encourage you to consider donating items to a local women's shelter. Women who leave an abusive relationship often have to get out fast and may not be able to gather baby items ahead of time for fear of getting caught by the abusive partner. A donation of even a few items can go a long way. Dory mentioned keeping some of her favorite Henry outfits to give to some worthy person in the future. <laughs> you may want to keep them for Henry. This was something my mom did for myself and my sister. Don't worry, Matt. It was only one paper-sized box for each of us, so it didn't take up too much space. If Henry decides to have a kid of his own in the future, I know the way, way, way future, this would be a lovely keepsake to pass down. Thank you for all you do. Tori, in a 2,500 square feet in 2,500 square feet in the northwest Chicago suburbs with my husband, three guitars, two drum sets, a PlayStation, and an Xbox. It seems like such a manageable lifestyle. <laughs> It does. To have three guitars and 2,500 square feet. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I did. I thought about a lot of what could go, which I always, after Vegas, I always do that. I go, I should sell everything. Yeah, you probably should. Anybody out there want some left-handed guitars? <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> You should get a trench coat that you can open and show your guitars. Um, I'd be happy to do that. Uh, I, yes. So, 
giving what I want. Henry in my weird early 80s clothing. <laughs> Maybe. It's like, kind of cool now. He'd be like running around in Oshkosh Bagasha red corduroy overalls. Yeah, those would be cool. Oh, they would be? Yeah. Well, mom, <laughs> you got any of that stuff left over? <laughs> Ship it. Seems unlikely. Well, you never know. Uh, which outfit of Henry's currently in his repertoire would you keep? Mm, good question. Um, he, I see the problem is some of his favorite onesies are so stained now. You mean some of your favorite onesies? Yeah. He makes no decisions when he gets Some dressed. of my favorite of his onesies. Yes. Um, are so stained that it's like, I, like, what's the point of keeping them? And you can't even give them away because they're so stained. Right, they're so stained. Yeah. Um, so that's a problem. I mean, some of his smaller stuff did not get as stained because he wasn't eating solids. Yeah. Um, so I think those would still be. Remember that sweet Dave Matthews good. band onesie? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an interesting idea, Tori. Thank you for sharing. But which one would it be? You still didn't answer the question. Oh. All you said was they were stained. Um, he has a couple, like the, like the outfit he's wearing on my phone. Oops. Yeah, you can't see it. Hmm. Wait, how do I do that? Oh, yeah, there. That. The little he elephant. probably hasn't been able to fit it in. Yeah. In a very long you time. asked which ones I was going to keep. No, no. I asked what was your favorite, regardless of stain. Oh. Oh, 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 I see. Um, I really like his cheetahs onesie. <laughs> uh-huh. I really like his milkshakes onesie. That's probably my favorite of his onesies. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, now you do. Oh. Um, he also has a cute onesie with like, like rabbits and like a pattern on it that it's gray and the pattern is black. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. He has a couple of pairs of pants that I really like. One pair has like pine trees on it. Um, the other pair has like a, looks like a map, <laughs> like a hand-drawn Wes Anderson style map. <laughs> of course. Um, oh, I really, I, I love his little Patagonia bear hoodie. <laughs> he looks so cute. Yeah, because it has ears it has for the ears. hood. So looks like a little bear, a little teddy bear. Well, what about you? Milkshakes. I said the milkshakes. Yeah, I'd like him to have some overalls. He doesn't have any. He does. He has like several pairs of overalls. We just never I've never put seen him, him in them. Well, he ha- he owns them. Mm. You when you dress him, you can put them in overalls. Is that some sort of dig of the fact that I won't be home the next five mornings to dress him? No, but I'm just Interesting. saying. No, that was not a dig at the fact that you won't be home the next five mornings. It was that next time you dress him, put him in overalls. That's it. I mean, look, when I change him in the morning, it is, it is. can I get him back into that onesie? If not, naked baby who just has a crooked diaper on. <laughs> I mean, same. The mornings are, are challenging. He is a difficult changer he changing he, he's he, a difficult change he is he is <sighs> all right here we go hi it's ruby i just wanted to call um and weigh in on the having another child when yours is older um i always thought i would have 
three, four, five kids, um, and then I couldn't get pregnant. And we did three failed IUIs, years of fertility drugs, spontaneously got pregnant um, after taking a break. I know it's <laughs> the story nobody wants to hear. Um, but then once I was pregnant, I had hyperemesis, and I was hospitalized the first time at eight weeks. Zofran pump in my leg till I was almost 20 weeks, basically miserable my entire pregnancy. So I never wanted to do that again. When my son was about three, we're like, well, maybe we'll do one more. My doctor put me on Clomid for one month, and it was awful. And I said, nope, I'm good. <laughs> and my son is 11 now, and he's awesome. He's never going to have a sibling, much to his dismay. He really wants a brother to play Fortnite with. Never happening, kiddo. Um, so we've accepted that he is it, and I kind of love it. I never thought I'd only have one kid, but he gets to do stuff that <clears throat> he would not be able to do if we had more than one. Right. Um, he gets to do things that I never got to do growing up because I had a sibling and we just didn't have a lot of money. So I'm really happy with our decision. I've made peace with it. And now I say at 11, if I were to spontaneously get pregnant again, um, you would probably have to talk me down from a very tall building because I am almost 40 and I do not think that I could do it again. <laughs> so that's my perspective. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. That is a perspective that is interesting to me because it's like, yeah, you. I don't know. Would I be? Would I have asked for a sibling? I don't know. I mean, I grew up pretty much alone anyway. Yeah. Because they were old. Right. I don't know. Also, like if Henry was like, I wish I had a sibling. I'd be like. What? <laughs> well, it'd be weird if he did that about? now. He's since he's ten. No, months I know, old. but like, let's say he does it in two years. Yeah, I would then be like, I guess it's time to tell you, and then I play him every episode of Excellent Adventure <laughs> until he begged us to stop. <laughs> wow that that would be torturous. Um. Okay, let's move on. From Megan. Hi, Dorian Matt. I know you shared your Spotify lullaby playlist before Henry was born, but I wanted to check in. Have you been playing it for Henry? Does he like it? Are there any other playlists you have found he enjoys? Thanks, Megan. We were actually just talking about how we don't play music enough for him. That's right. I had him one morning and I did, I brought a speaker and I was playing music for him. We should get a little Bluetooth speaker for his bedroom and his playroom. One for each? Yeah. We have plenty of Bluetooth speakers. Do you know where they are? Yes. <laughs> no, you don't. I can. I can go look. I actually, for them. I think there's one in my car. Actually, there is one in your car. I think there was one in my shower that we could repossess. Put in his room, and also the Vox thing is Bluetooth. Yeah, but that requires a plug. No, it doesn't. I know, but if it if you have batteries, it like it's like takes so many batteries takes eight double a's and runs for some period of time <laughs> yeah those little speakers are like much more practical well there's another a friend of mine made a playlist that i play for him in the car sometimes that he seems to really enjoy he, he sings along mm -hmm. i've yet to see this singing 
of the baby. That's really cute. Yeah. Sometimes he claps. How do you know that? Your eyes should be on the road. They are, but I hear him. Mm, interesting. <laughs> All right. We're going to take another short break. Oh, interesting. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back from the break and everything's the same because we didn't really stop talking. Break sounds long to you, but we just hit pause and then we hit record again. It's a podcast work. It's the new song. Thank you, Matt. That was for Henry. That was really nice. Because I assume he'll be listening to this when he's two and a half. Yep. When he asks for something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's start Anonymous. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I have an almost three-month-old baby girl and two 60-plus-pound dogs. One of the dogs is basically furniture and has hardly noticed the baby is here. The other has always been more challenging. He seems a bit like Bo in that he's a sweetheart with our family and people he knows, but he doesn't love strangers and can be a bit high-strung. He hasn't shown aggression toward the baby or anything, but we make sure he keeps his distance because he doesn't understand personal space and still seems a little nervous when she cries. I don't trust him with the baby on the floor unless I'm right there because I'm afraid he'll trample her, lick her face, or get riled up if she starts crying. Right now, it's easy to manage. We just keep her pack her playmat in a different room where we can close the door and have a swing that is higher off the ground for when I need to put her down in the main part of the house. What tips do you have for when baby the baby starts to become more mobile? I'm feeling really anxious about this stage because I know we'll be here before we know it. I can't imagine keeping her separate from the dog all the time once she starts learning to scoot, crawl, etc. Did Bo just get used to Henry being in his space on the floor? Any tips for teaching the dog personal space? Do we need to think about getting a trainer? The size and layout of our house really doesn't allow for a yes space unless we get rid of our kitchen table. Love listening to you guys on Monday morning. Sincerely anonymous in West Palm Beach, Florida. So long, kitchen table. We are two adults, one baby, and two brindle mutts in 1,900 square feet, which includes a garage converted by the previous owner into a fully functioning recording studio filled to the brim with my guitarist husband's many instruments and other musical equipment. Matt would be in heaven. I feel like 1,900 square feet feels like there could be more yes space space. All you got to do is build one with a baby jail. Yeah. I feel like you can clear some floor space and make this happen. But you'll be, uh, yes, you should get a trainer always. I, I would suggest that because they're going to really be able to sort of assess what's happening with the dog. Better and, than two podcast better hosts. Better than two podcast hosts who have not met your dog. But I will say this. We sort of thought the big problem was going to be we got to keep Bo away from Henry. But now, whenever Henry is out and about with Bo in the living room kitchen, Bo is afraid of Henry. <laughs> And Henry thinks it's hilarious. So, so the challenge is keeping Henry away from Bo. <laughs> Correct. It is not the way that we thought it would. Bo just wants to be like left alone to sleep on the couch. Yes, but instead he uh, his tail is constantly being touched, and then uh, he's being approached by a fast crawling child. To be clear, we don't like encourage Henry to touch his tail or his ears. Like no, when no, he, no. We we really we tell him, gentle. 
and show him Gentle how to pat. Gentle Henry. Pat Bo. And he, you know. And they're never around each other unsupervised. Yeah, they're never around each other unsupervised. I think that's the key. Um, But yeah, if you can create. Because it is a, you can't also like, you got to worry about the dog too. Yeah, of course. You don't, want to, you don't want Henry annoying the dog. Right, exactly. And you know, this does drive me crazy when I see people post this stuff about their dogs that are like, you know, he, he'd always been so friendly and then he like nipped my baby. And then you find out that like the dog's been growling at the baby. The dog, like the dog has been showing that he is anxious around the baby for like weeks and the parents did nothing about it. And then all of a sudden it's like the dog's fault that they, that the dog bit the baby. Yeah. We do. I would say 95% of the time Henry is in his yes space and Bo is in the living room and we have a gate up, you know, just a, what do you call it, gate? Baby gate? Yeah, baby gel gate. Yeah. And that is sort of, that's been enough. Yeah. The end. Um, Although it is funny when they lick each other. But yeah, like never. each other. Like through the gate. Yeah. When Bo starts licking Henry and, and Henry, Henry sticks his tongue out. Yeah. <laughs> so gross <laughs> i really hope he's like building immunity or something i'm sure he is you disgusting. can't you know i did yeah the other day when holly had him out in the yard sort of rolling around in the dirt the baby i i, I was i thought it was very funny mm-hmm. and delightful mm-hmm. I, I was i was like good he's getting some dirt on him mm-hmm. i like dirt <laughs> <laughs> um i like turtles Remember that guy? No. Oh, the internet. Um, you don't remember I Like Turtles? No. The internet meme where the kid gets the kid gets uh, interviewed at the, at, the, at the fair and all he has to say is that he likes turtles. I can't believe you don't know this. Back here live at the Waterfront Village with my friend, the zombie, Jonathan. You're looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? I like turtles. All right, you're great, zombie. <laughs> the time's here. Is the no one knows the why he said that. I like turtles. That has 64 million views. Yeah, of course it does. It's, I like turtles. <laughs> 64 million views. None of them were Dory. Well, now they were. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Again, when the internet was more pure. Hi, guys. This is Jen Brennan from Allentown, and I'm pausing the pod because you're talking about how difficult Bo is. And I just keep picturing the photo you had of him a while back at the Chateau, just hanging out. And I want to know how you got him to get along with other dogs at doggy daycare. Because I have a lab that I, I was denied entrance to the daycare because of the snarly face that he makes <laughs> at other dogs. Um, he definitely doesn't like all other dogs. And I'm really working on it. And I wondered if you had any tips. Okay, thanks. I'm calling from Allentown, Pennsylvania with 3,000 square feet. Nice. And three kids that are all away in college. So Extra nice. Living her best life right there. Yeah, she really is. Come on, guys. Oh, gosh. Bye. (laughs) Uh, Tips for Bo. Well, look, Bo did get himself kicked out of a daycare, which would have been extra convenient now because we live even closer to it. Um, because he was jumping over the fence in between the big and the little dog areas. Over the fence. He cleared a fence that was easily five feet tall. 
I still don't know. I feel like he wouldn't do that now because he's too lazy. Yeah. I hope not. I don't know. Um, well, he's been banned for life from that place. Yeah, so, so we we'll will never, never find know. out. We'll never know. Um, on the other th- side of things, I, Bo, uh, Bo grew up around other dogs, we assume. I mean, he was mostly gotten rid of because there were too many dogs at that place. Yeah, although I feel like rescue's always a lot of you. Yeah, you never know what the real story of the dog is. But uh, And he was okay at the park. And we just, all we noticed was that he just hated dogs that still had their balls. He was just jealous or something. And the, the beauty of our daycare was that they don't allow pets that are not spayed and neutered. So it didn't really seem like it was an issue. And Bo did get into scrapes with one dog there, and they would keep them separate. I believe that they have worked it out. They're, or that dog doesn't go there anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But he doesn't. Maybe Bo outlasted. We haven't we haven't gotten a report of Bo being in a fight in a very long time. Yes. Uh, I think now Bo just sort of like. But keeps it would happen from time to time. Yeah. But the chateau was great and very understanding and. Yeah, they're like they're dogs. They're super helpful people, and uh, it's just gonna. I think it's gonna be a matter of you finding the right daycare for your dog. Yeah. Um. Would a trainer help with the uh, being okay around dogs? I don't know. I mean, I assume any advice from a professional dog type person would be handy. I just don't know if it would be super helpful. Handy, but not helpful. <laughs> like, I mean, just like, oh, that's why. Right. Is there anything right, I can do right. about that? No. Okay. Right. Well, well, now I know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. That, all that to be, to be said that I would... Have you taken your dog to da- uh, the dog park? Have you? Do you? Ha- are there any in Allentown? Are there any bot like ca- gated, caged by caged? I mean, chain link fenced dog parks where you could have your dog off leash and see how the dog reacts off leash to other dogs. That that suggestion actually makes me nervous. Actually, I have I have made I've done a one eighty on dog parks. I'm not a fan anymore. That's not a 180. I used to think they were great. You're not a fan. I know. But not, but I'm not a fan. I like you don't know anything about these other dogs. It's it can be a scary environment for a dog, especially a dog who might have some behavior issues. I, I, that makes me, that that suggestion makes me nervous. Well, that's my suggestion. Okay. But I also didn't have to have stitches after getting bit by a Rottweiler. A Doberman. Oh, Doberman. Mhm. Okay. Um so Casey wrote in to suggest sleep phones, soft headphones in a fleece band. This is for you. She says, I use them for a while, but because I sleep hot, I would wake up sweaty in the middle of the night. Plus it messed my hair up. Eventually I just bought the speakers individually. And now I sleep with those on my pillow and just put my ear on them. I'm sure it sounds really strange, but I fall asleep within five minutes of hitting the pillow now. And I'm so thankful. I thought the sheer exhaustion of having a newborn would allow me to fall asleep without any assistance, but no such luck. I'm just thankful something works. P.S. I'm taking my two-year-old to Disney World this week, and I'm so glad I listened to your podcast today because you definitely saved me from getting a $60 blanket in the park. (laughs) We're way out of the stage of carrying a blanket around with us, so I would have never remembered to bring one. But since our baby will have to nap in the park and a cold front is passing through this week, we will need it. 
Last year, we were lucky enough to score incredible rates on a theme park view room in the contemporary off season, so we could easily go That's back to our room place. for our son to nap. Unfortunately, this year, we are stuck with just a day trip. Our son hasn't napped in anything other than a pack and play or crib for over six months. So hopefully we get lucky and end up with a stroller nap like you all did. Casey in 1,200 square feet with just me, my husband, and two-year-old. We had to do two stroller naps. Yeah, we did. Um, but yeah, the blanket for those listening is to cover the, just to make it dark in the stroller for him. Yeah. And he had a Bluetooth noise machine. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't Bluetooth. No, oh, no, it was portable. Portable. Where is that noise machine? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe in his diaper bag. It's in the stroller. Oh, maybe. Okay. Hey, y'all. Thomas in Colorado. I had to call to commiserate with Matt about uh, that really expensive blanket of his. Same thing happened to us when our son was two and we were at the Texas State Aquarium visiting with family. And I bought him a sun hat that was $35. <laughs> three years later, it only kind of fits him. It's so big on him. We protect that hat like it's made of gold. So I feel you on that. Have a good one. Later. I, I didn't realize people would find so much um, sympathetic vibes in this $60 blanket that, yep. that no one wanted. It's an ugly blanket, too. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not like, the cutest blanket. It's, it's just it's a white background with all the characters like individually cut out. Yeah. It is soft, though. Oh, it's soft as shit. Like, yeah. uh, I, I, it's a warm blanket. You know who'd like that blanket? Me? Bo. I bet your dad would like that blanket quite a bit. It's a little small. Yeah, but he likes that kind of like that. He likes a soft blanket. blanket. Mm, Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, honey, we've gotten to the plumbing portion of the podcast. If you recall last week, you offered your services. Oh, my God. We haven't even updated everybody who's not a patron about our plumbing woes. Oh, God. That's true. Guys. Dory Shafrir. The lady. The lady. Turns out she was not gaslighting everybody. <laughs> the, the, the faucet. The bathtub faucet. The bathtub faucet in Henry's, in Henry's bathroom that, that she's like, this thing's leaking. I, I said it for two weeks. Plumber comes to look at it. I happen to be home. Plumber's here. I'm here. Landlord's here. We're looking at it. We're checking it. We take it a, we take the front off the faucet. I'm just like, I don't see other. None of us see anything leaking. I don't care. Uh, so we just, that was our old landlord calling. Dory just showed me the phone. I was like, I don't care. What is he going to say to me? Uh, Matthew, could you go by and show 14 tenants <laughs> the, the place? And also while you're there, could you get on the roof and take four pictures? <laughs> All real things he's asking. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't leaking when the plumber and I were, and, and the landlord and I were here. And then we kind of were like, Dory, it's not leaking. I think you just got a little leak happy because there was this one leak that was crazy. The outside leak, that faucet, that hose leak. Um, Where Dory didn't have time to turn off the water, which took four seconds. No, it wasn't that I didn't have time. I wasn't home anymore. Oh, the fact that you left with that running like that is crazy. But then again, I think I left with the running. Uh huh. Like you did, and you didn't even call the landlord. <laughs> you just were gonna leave it all day. I just was like, <laughs> I was like, 
I was like, that seems like a problem with the hose. Okay, I guess I'll leave yeah, now. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Someone can fix that later. Yep, exactly. Well, look, I, I, I fixed that. Anyway, uh, we... Yeah, so they, they basically app. were like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a girl. You're a girl. You don't know nothing. You're icky. Girls have cooties. And then like every, every other day, I kept being like, the faucet's leaking. But like, I'd go look and it's not leaking. Hello. But it was leaking. But it wasn't leaking. So then finally, it the really... The pipe was leaking. It really starts like, it, like I there's heard running it. water. I heard it. I had just I given up. For the first I was just like, I'm not saying anything more about this faucet because no I one believes me. to bathe the baby. And Dory's like, can you do start the bath? I have to take care of this other stuff that's out here. I said, yeah. And then I'm giving him a bath. And I'm like, hmm, this does sound like there's a... And then I go around to the other side of the wall and I hear dripping. So, I call a plumber. Plumber comes over. We open up the wall. And it was like raining inside <laughs> the wall. Like raining. I turn off the main line. Tell Dory, guess why you're not crazy? Guess what? Also, it's raining in the house. Guess what? Also, this will be done before one o'clock. So a plumber came. And then while the plumber was here, I was like, can you come take a look at this that I did and make sure that it's okay? And he's like, no, it looks good. I was like, all right. Okay. So there's some eggheads that need your services. Let's hear it. Okay. Hello, excellent plumbing company. So glad you've opened this business up to podcast listeners because last week our toilet started leaking. My husband turned off the water and thankfully we have a second bathroom. So no huge rush to get this fixed. We have consulted with various dads and other handy friends. All suggestions seem to indicate that my husband and I have no idea what we're doing. And the best thing for the bathroom and our marriage is to hire a plumber. My husband has already requested a quote and I figured I'd get one too since you offered. We are in New Hampshire. So travel costs might add up, but perhaps you can schedule us in the next but time you're in Boston. whereabouts? Like Pelham? I mean, Pelham's different. Nashua, Manchester? We've got to go all the way up North London, Derry? She's in 1,344 square feet, two adults, one dog, one cat, and an 11-month-old, and a leaky toilet. Where? She doesn't say. I need to know what part of New Hampshire, just so I can accurately quote you. Lake Winnipesaukee? No. God, it's three hours from Lowell. <laughs> That's so fucking far. Hanover? I want to Hanover to fix a fucking toilet. Um, so I guess in that case, I would probably call a plumber. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I would like to reach you. Okay, here we go. There's a there's a thing of a jiggy. Yeah, I know. An he email from Stu. What he wants this? to put a for lease sign on the front yard. Okay. I guess the people that saw it on Friday didn't really care for it. When's he going to paint it? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I need to know. Okay. Guys, Stu called to ask if he could put a Ford hey, Lisa. I was uh, trying to this reach isn't Stu. the Matt Myra Handyman podcast or yep. service or something like that. This is it. I have a... I'm around my tools. The sink in my bathroom drips like once every minute. No, that's, that's too... That's it's like once every like 15 seconds. I'm not too worried about it. My girlfriend doesn't like it. Oh, my cat's now here. Speaking <laughs> of. Nah, that's fine. So any any tips on that, that the plumbing would be. Well, that could be a washer. Handy. I'm afraid of breaking. 
Oh, sorry. I would I would try to uh, I would try to unscrew. He, he called back. Oh, good. Hey, this is Christian again. I realize uh, for the quote, y'all might need to know that I live in a 750 square foot apartment, one bedroom, one bath apartment. Yeah. Uh, two 24 year olds, mm-hmm. a bearded dragon mm-hmm. that is like 13 years old. Yeah. And a cat that likes to eat plants and then throw up on the floor. Okay. Don't you? <laughs> uh, thank you. Christian, you're right. That does affect the quote. Yeah, it does, actually. The bearded dragon alone knocks off 4%. <laughs> um, but it it would probably, it's probably the little, little gasket, little O-ring in the faucet. So you can unscrew that. Just get a little O-ring replacement at Home Depot for like 13 cents. There you go. <laughs> All right. We have one more voicemail. Sounds like you're blowing out your O-ring. Hey, Matt and Dory and Bo and Henry. This is Naomi from Chattanooga. This message is really more directed at Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, I just paused the pod at the end of the plumbing segment. And first of all, if Matt would like to come visit the Scenic City, see the Songbirds Guitar Museum, oh. among other things, and help me put in a double vanity in my master bathroom as opposed to the single that's there right now. I can do that in a second. We have full access to both to the water behind the wall. It'll be in the crawl space, which you can stand up in. He's absolutely welcome to. The main reason I was calling was to let Matt know that I don't know why he's so opposed to becoming a homeowner because he loves fixing things. And it really sounds like you're not taking full advantage of the renting situation here. Like, you guys are renters. <laughs> you don't have to fix this stuff yourself. Oh, I do when I mean, it's I my fault. I understand that Matt likes to, but... You're like missing out on half the fun of renting, which is not fixing your own broken shit, letting somebody else deal with it. But it sounds like Matt had a good time, and um, I'm glad you guys had a great weekend at Disneyland. I mean, to find Talk good, to Bye. find good time. I mean, I had a, I had a certainly a, a, a very, um, what do you call it? Satisfaction. What do you call it? A, 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 a satisfying. Yes. Satisfying. But time. like fulfill. I felt fulfilling fulfilled. time. I felt fulfilled. <sighs> All right. Well. On that note... I hope you all feel fulfilled. I feel fulfilled. Um, Reminder that you can support us on Patreon. Get up to two bonus episodes per month at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. Slash excellentadventure. Dot net. No. Oh. We will do March Patreon names next week. We didn't get them in time for the recording of this show. But you will get them in time, people. What? What? Join now if you'd like us to give you a shout out next week. Okay. We love you all. Patrons have a direct access line by leaving a message on Patreon to the plumbing service. (gasps) Okay. Bye. Bye.